I asked her if she did forgive her mother in her heart. Even mm. if you turn the world upside down, she's still my mother, she said. Yeah. That pretty much echoes her understanding of God's teaching about forgive and forget. Hello and welcome to the Word in Action podcast from Bible League International. I'm your host, Michael Woolworth. Imagine being a child only three or four years of age and dropped off with your siblings at an orphanage by your very own parents. You would think that this pain, this rejection, would ruin a child, but enter the hope of the gospel. You might grab a tissue as you tune in today and hear the hope-filled story of Casey. Well, Romy, thanks for joining me today. I've seen the video, this interview you did with Casey. I I love the uh, setting of of this interview. I know our listeners, of course, don't have the benefit of of seeing the video, but there's a mountain in the background. There's chickens running around. You're outdoors with this young lady, uh, Casey. How did you learn of her story, and what part of the Philippines does it come from? Learned about Casey through our beloved Project Philip participant. Her name is Lola Nitz, or Grandma Nitz. They live in the beautiful province of Calawan in Laguna, Philippines. And the prominent mountain in the background during Casey's interview is called Mount Kalisungan. And this Mount Kalisungan is popular with foreign and local hikers because it's considered as a moderately challenging route. So it's technically a fun challenge, not a stressful climb. (laughs) Lolanitz is managing an orphanage in, in the said uh, province and one of the orphans there is Casey and Lolanitz at the age of 86. Imagine uh, she participated in one of the online Project Philip training of the Bible League Philippines hmm. at the time of the pandemic and she was amazed by the Project Philip program and felt so excited and used the said program immediately after the training uh, with the young people in their church and her orphanage. And through Project uh, Philip's training, these young people were able to, to reach out to the children in the remote areas of their community. And they all have their own children's Bible study groups in different places. And it keeps on growing. And the good thing about it is that they were able to to reach out to the parents of the children. Uh, such a great opportunity. And I went to Kalawan to get that striking story of Lola Nitz. And to my surprise, I was able to get more precious testimonies from the young people trained by Lola Nitz. Mm. Yeah, I was able to interview this um, young people named Harvey, Princess, and Casey. And I'm planning to get back there soon to get an update and to interview Casey's elder sister, Sochi, uh, who is also handling Children's Bible Study Group. Well, I mean, it's a wonderful story of hope uh, to share at Christmas, and it also illustrates how the gospel transforms lives, uh, even when there's a deep hurt, a deep pain, deep loss. Now, I understand Casey was rejected by her parents. I know you'll talk more about this, but they uh, yeah. they dropped her off uh, more than 10 years ago um, at this orphanage of which you speak, along with her uh, her older sister and a younger brother. Um, Casey says uh, they never saw their alcohol-addicted mother. The mother had struggled with alcohol use. Uh, they never saw her again. Um, and then she recalls her father walking away. They ran after him to try to understand why he was doing that. Tell us more about uh, that experience that Casey had uh, being dropped off there at the orphanage. That part of her story is the one I meant we can call a tearjerker. 
it's yeah. really hard to imagine children being left by their parents and thinking they will never see them again. As she tells her story, I feel like my heart is being crushed and wanting to go back in time and to that place at that exact moment to embrace this four-year-old Casey, hmm. which is actually the same reaction to some people who responded to Casey's testimony. During my interview with Casey, tears start coming from my eyes. Hmm. We were not even get bothered by the chickens running around because Casey <laughs> was really focused on telling her childhood experience when her parents left her and her siblings at the orphanage that is managed by Lola Nitz. And as I listened to her, even though she was very young back then, she was four or five, if I'm not mistaken. But it seems like uh, it's a fresh experience to her. I can feel her pain, her fear, her disappointment, her frustrations. Well, I know these words uh, are not enough to justify her feelings that day. And so we took a short break and let the emotions settle down because we were both crying at that time. Um, mm. We know that these things are happening worldwide, mainly in the developing countries, but it's an unforgettable experience when you actually listen to the one who experienced it. The reason their father brings them to the orphanage is because of their financial situation. Their mother left the family and their father, who had no job back then, was not able to provide for their daily needs. So he came into this drastic decision to bring his children to the orphanage uh, known as Pinagpala, or in English, it means blessed, which for me, it's a blessing in disguise for Casey and her siblings because it turned out that Lola Nitz is a Christian. So mm. they grew up with fear and knowledge of the Lord. And there at the orphanage, they experienced God's love through Lola Nitz, who acted as a second parent to them. Mm. Yeah. Romy, you said that uh, Lola Nitz, Grandma Nitz, if you will, is 86 years young, huh? And uh, mm-hmm. she's yes. the one that really gave Casey and her siblings and others there at the orphanage uh, the, the the love they needed and, and pointed them to Jesus Christ. I know you said that Casey came to saving faith at, at a very young age. But but talk more mm-hmm. about uh, Lola Nitz, Grandma Nitz, and the incredible impact she's had on uh, Casey and her siblings. Yeah, Lola Nitz has her own inspiring testimony uh, during her teenage years. She ran away from her parents because... She committed a mistake that she thought unforgivable if her parents would found out. Hmm. She she ran away with her boyfriend back then, um, but the Lord stayed with her and guided her back on the right track when she acknowledged uh, her mistake and asked for forgiveness. Hmm. Uh, she continued her uh, their dream of building an orphanage where they can help children to experience the love of God and let these children grow up learning and studying God's Word. So... The, the Project Philip program equipped Lola needs to effectively teach the young people in her church and at the orphanage. And these young people have their own regular children's Bible study in different places in Kalawan, Laguna. Yeah, that's a beautiful, beautiful testimony. And I'm glad that, you know, we're always glad to hear well, when Bible League programs uh, really play an integral part uh, in bringing transformation, again, in some of these pain-filled stories that are also hope-filled. And so it's great to hear that. 
Um, so uh, Casey um, has been trained as a Philip, is what I understand, right? I mean, she recognized yeah. kind of her own love uh, for teaching, felt she had a real knack for that. Does she credit Project Philip for allowing her to grow as a Christian, to grow in the grace and knowledge of Jesus, and then to be able to teach uh, children about the Lord? Yeah, Casey grew up as a believer, but when she went under the Project Philip training program, the Lord imparted this desire in her heart to to serve him and lead a Bible study. So Casey started uh, teaching the children. Does Casey have a favorite uh, character for the Bible? Uh, who is that? Why is that? Um, Casey is fond of the story of uh, Daniel in the lion's den. Uh, when she first learned about it on Sunday school, as a child, when her parents left them, she felt so vulnerable, even though she was taken good care of at the orphanage, still as a as a child, you still long for the presence of your parents. And Casey mm. said, just like Daniel, uh, she relied on God and God alone to face all these fears, the anxiety, the the uncertainty in front of her. And just like Daniel, she didn't look at the problem. She looked up and turned her face to God. You know, you would think that somebody who was abandoned by her own parents um, would have a very negative demeanor, and yet she's very, very positive uh, in her outlook, in the way she expresses herself. Um, She's even come to see that God has uh, been with her the entire time uh, there at that orphanage. Uh, She even feels like it was his will to be placed there so that she could, um, you know, be further introduced to him and and to grow as a believer. Um, is Is that correct? Yeah, um, according to Casey, uh, looking back, she recognized that it was God's plan all along. She fell into Lolanit's loving and caring hands. Otherwise, she has no idea what her life would be like if all these things did not happen. Hmm. Uh, Well, sometimes it's hard for us humans to fathom God's plan for us. Sometimes the road ahead of us seems complicated, but at the end of it all... um, God's plan is always leading us to what's best for us, just like what the Bible says in Jeremiah 29.11, which is also one of Casey's favorite mm. Bible verses. Mm. It says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and future. Yeah, I love that scripture, too. I'm glad you shared that. Near the, inter- the, near the end of the interview, um, Casey has a very tearful message for her mother, um, and in that, she actually forgives her for abandoning her and her siblings. Um, you know, Romy, being able to forgive a parent who abandons you shows that she really gets yeah. the gospel, doesn't she? She sees uh, the, the forgiveness that God has granted her for her mm-hmm. sin, her rejection of him, and then she, uh, how God asks us to uh, forgive others. Um, tell us more about that message, that tear-filled message mm-hmm. um, at the end of that uh, interview. I personally asked her after the interview if she did forgive her mother in her heart. She responded, no hurt feelings at all. Even mm. if you turn the world upside down, she's still my mother, she said. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess that pretty much echoes her understanding of God's teaching about forgive and forget. And she still wants, she still wishes, and she still prays uh, to see her mom again someday. She still wants to feel her embrace. Romy, I understand her father, uh, they, they were re- reunited with their dad when he came uh, to the orphanage for a special occasion recently. Um, tell us more about that. Her father visited the orphanage during her 18th birthday celebration. Hmm. Uh, I, w- I was there and could 
clearly see the sparkle in Casey's eyes. <laughs> she was already 18, but she seemed like a child again whenever her, uh, her father was around. In all honesty, I'm holding back my tears, uh, mm. looking at them, interacting with each other. I feel like I'm seeing the this four-year-old Casey. She keeps asking her father to take a selfie together over and over again as if she wanted to preserve the moment hmm. because she knows that after that special occasion, it is going to be uncertain again if she will see her father uh, one more time who, who now lives in the city far from her place. Now, listen, I, I understand she uh, yearns to be a Bible teacher and a chef. She says she's a great cook. She enjoys <laughs> making Filipino dishes. I, I, I yes. love that you chimed in as you as you had these uh, chickens running around you. You know, <laughs> is, is it tempting to want to cook that noisy chicken? I love that. T- talk more about her plans for the future. Uh, with regards to the chicken, that is precisely uh, what happened because it was lunchtime during that interview. <laughs> and Casey was talking about her confidence in cooking delicious uh, Filipino dishes. And I actually believe that because uh, she grows up helping the women in the kitchen in, at their church. Just thinking about her story, Romy, you know, someone that was dropped off at an orphanage, spent their childhood um, at, at, a, at an orphanage, you would think that person would want to re- just run the other direction, right? As soon as mm-hmm. they were able. That's not Casey's feeling. She says she loves yeah. and she cherishes that place and wants to continue serving the the children there. Is that correct? Casey and her fellows at the orphanage has all the opportunity if they want to leave this uh, vicinity. But Lolanit's love for them is phenomenal. Uh, Lolanit mm. is the sweetest the kindest, gentlest, and loving grandma I've ever met in my life. <laughs> no wonder uh, why they do not want to leave her and they wanted to stay under her wings. I understand that uh, her sister and a close friend uh, are still there uh, with her. Uh, and her brother, I guess, was adopted by a pastor. Um, what are some of the ways that we can pray for Casey? Please continue to pray for Casey, her future career as a teacher. Yes, we all know that she loves cooking and she will definitely become a good chef. But (laughs) her heart now is pointing towards teaching the children in academics. And she said that that career will make her closer to children. And she really has a heart for children. Uh, Probably because of her experience, she really wants to take care of the children and being a school teacher will also give her a chance to share the Word of God with, with these children and build a strong foundation of faith to them. And yeah, so please pray for her studies so she can accomplish her plan. Pray also that someday she can meet her mother again and bring her to Jesus, hmm. just like her desire to evangelize to her father. Thankfully, her father learned more about God's love because of what Casey has become. Well, hmm. uh, her life alone is already a living testimony. Yeah. And thank God because as I talked to her father during her birthday, uh, he said that the pastor who adopted his son is sharing the gospel with him. So hmm. let us also pray that the Lord will touch and soften the heart of uh, his her father so he will fully recognize that Jesus is Lord and Savior. Romy, you you live and minister there in the Philippines. Are, are there a lot of abandoned children like Casey and her siblings uh, in your country? 
the sad reality in the Philippines, uh, just like other developing countries, children in some remote areas are being abandoned because their parents cannot support them financially. Uh, actually, only recently, some people found a premature eight-month-old baby inside a rice bag left in the middle of the street. Hmm. Uh, thank God the baby is alive when they found her. Um, there are a lot, a lots of street children that we can reach out to the city. So imagine how many are they in the province. And most of these street or abandoned children are usually braving the traffic in the city, especially during the Christmas season as they sing Christmas carols from each vehicle to beg for a small amount of money. And these are the children who are unfortunate to get the liberty of having an orphanage to take care of them. It's, it's actually sad to realize that they are bringing the Christmas spirit as they sing Christmas songs, but that so-called Christmas spirit is something that they will never experience unless they find the love of God, just as Casey does. Uh, Roma, I have some uh, audio that I want to share uh, from Casey. This is from the interview you did with her, um, Three different au- or four different audio cuts. Um, this first one mm-hmm. is just her testimony. She talks about how God touched her heart and gave her joy. I feel like the Lord touched my heart. As I learned more about God's Word in Sunday school, I felt this urge to study more. And as they taught us the Bible, I felt tremendous joy in my heart. And then this audio clip, uh, Romy, is uh, the story of uh, Daniel, her favorite Bible character. Daniel in the lion's den inspired me the most. He demonstrated that by the power of prayer and faith, you can conquer any kind of beast. And that's why he's my favorite Bible character. And in this clip, uh, Romy, Casey talks about how she loves to read the Bible, pray, and she can see on days when she doesn't make time for that, when it's not able to happen for whatever reason. Um, She feels that her walk with the Lord suffers. This is very powerful. Anytime I cannot have a time of devotion or talking to the Lord, my life seems empty, like something is missing. Life seems gloomy when I skip communicating with the Lord through prayer and reading the Bible. It gives me strength. And then finally, uh, Casey offers a very, very heartfelt message to the Bible League. To Bible League, it's a great honor to become part of your ministry. I thank God that Bible League is willing to give us Bibles so that we can easily understand the Bible and teach it to children. Thank you, and God bless you. Romy, what a wonderful story of hope. Uh, I know this is filled with pain and and, and loss, but it's also a story of hope, isn't it? It's a great story to share at Christmas time. Uh, It also illustrates how the gospel truly transforms the lives. Any final thoughts on the story of Casey? Thank you, Michael. And I'm so happy that Casey's testimony touches so many people's lives. That includes me and my wife, Mm -hmm. Ruby. In fact, we treat Casey and her siblings as our own children. Mm -hmm. They now call us mommy and daddy, (laughs) (laughs) which we are really, really proud of. Even though we're far apart, we maintain a steady communication with them, counseling them, praying for them, and just being there as a moral support. And it's such a privilege and honor that God called us uh, to this special ministry. (laughs) Romy, you have such a tender heart, and I'm so glad that God led you to Casey there in the Philippines to share her hope-filled story with us during this Christmas season. Friends, thank you for listening today and for supporting Bible League with your prayers and financial gifts. 
Will you follow Bible League on social media? You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And you can sign up for our e-newsletter and verse of the day at BibleLeague.org. That's BibleLeague.org. Let us know how today's program impacted you. You can email us at podcast at BibleLeague.org. I'm Michael Woolworth wishing you a Merry Christmas from all of us at the Word in Action podcast.